This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, good evening. We're, I, we're doing something from Ramchal, uh, especially for Shavuos in Hashem. And I took this piece out of Derech Hashem, Perek Sheni, in Chelek Dalid, Sheni, about Talmud Torah and so on. Hine. So he's going to explain what the Indian of Talmud Torah is, what's unique about it, and so on. Hine, he says... So the first element about uh, Talmud Torah is that it's it's a necessary um, means it's if for doing mitzvahs, meaning it's about as valuable as an instruction booklet. You need to have it, and you have it. So, as as that was all Talmud Torah was, then basically there wouldn't be any chshivas uh, it. It would be really a heksha mitzvah. So once a person knows how to do the mitzvahs, then um, there's not any point to learning it more. Omno zulas Talmud but besides this, there's something that is a big tachlis for Shleimus on its own right. So he's going to explain it now a lot more. Now, one of the hashpos of Akarish Baruch Hu for the Brias, Yesh hashpo achas al yonim there's one hashpa'a which is bigger than all of them. Shenyono hayyoisi yukor mu'ula mikom hashem shem That it has in itself, it, it is the the greatest chshivas that you can have. V'hainu shultachas ma'ashem shemotzeh v'nimtsoyis me'in ha'metziyus ha'mitzvah yisbarach v'kor u'mala me'in ha'mitzvah molosi yisbarach. It is that which is in the... Um, to be found in our world that is closest to Me'enam and Tzi'usamiti. So let's talk about this, and, and this is really, really the core point that he's trying to make here, and it's helpful in understanding um, uh, it, it, the, the extraordinary dimension of Tamat Let's say, let's take a marshal from people, from human beings. So imagine somebody uh, um, gives somebody else a gift, so I give somebody else, I don't know, a, 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 a clear, something as a gift. So the gift carries in itself my feelings attached to the gift. I give somebody else tools, implements. So they are things that I think are important. There is a sense of a what I think should be used, what I think should be, you know, uh, how you should go about eating. I gave you a... a, a set of uh, cutlery and also there are some feelings attached to it 
So when you have this gift that I gave you, you have a bunch of things that come with it. It's hard to say that I shared myself with you in the object itself. Um, that doesn't really ring well because I'm not a fork or a knife or a spoon. So it's a fork, knife, a spoon are very, very concrete um, metal items and, and they represent my feelings and they represent what I think is right, how a person eats, and, and so on. If I take into my house and I tell you, help yourself to anything you want, that's very, very nice. It, it, it sort of shows that I, I'm, I'm very friendly and I want to be much of food on you and so on. But it doesn't mean I'm food. If you can find in my in my closet in, in, in my pantry, you can find then cookies and whatever else. I'm not a cookie. I'm not this. But it's coming from me, and it attached to it is a sense of what I like, who I like, and what I think is good, and so on. When I talk to you, and I have a discussion with you, and share how I think about things, that's probably the closest to sharing myself. That's how I can share the self of mine. There's no other real way I can share myself. Um, the self of a person, the highest dagger we have of a person's self is his way of looking and understanding things and so on. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mashpia many things on us. And we have rain and we have crops and we have food and we have shelter and protection. And those are hashpa'os from HaKadosh Baruch Hu on us. And as such, they are... Um, they carry themselves a certain understanding of what Akash Baruch would like for us. Their expression of, of love, of care, of, of what should be right, and so on. Even mitzvahs, when I have mitzvahs, so mitzvahs basically are, um, they're, they're an object. It carries within itself a rutzen. It carries within itself a, um, a, a a, an understanding that this is what I would like and this is the good that I have in mind. But it still is an object. And like we said before, an object that I give is never uh, me. It's it's always from me. But when I share, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu shares understanding with us, that means, that's the one area that Kaviyachal we can say like him. We can say, my understanding of what's good and bad and right and wrong dovetails with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, and therefore we're one. Just like when a person has what we'd call kirvas hadas with another person. If I sit and schmooze with somebody and we both have very similar understandings and attitudes about life, feelings, people, whatever it is, then we have a... Um, that, that, that means at that point... We're really mechuber one with another. So here too, Akadish Baruch Hu was mashpia something into this world that goes beyond any other hashpa. It goes beyond anything else. And that is the hashpa of das, that in a sense is his das and so on. I want to segue a minute to Rambam. The Rambam says that um, what's the derech, not what's the derech of Ava, 
But the Rambam says, how is it, the Rambam says about mitzvahs, when he speaks about Ava, what is Ava? So the Rambam says, it's the, it's the Hasaga and Tfisa of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in a way that I get, um, that I love it, that, that I have tainu from it, tainu from it. That's how the, the Rambam describes the mitzvah Zeva mitzvahs. In the Mishnah Torah, he describes how to go about it. But what it is, is that is, is we should nasigeu tachas hasoga v'nisaneg v'asagosay. So the Rambam qualifies two points over here. You need to have hasoga, and you need to be a hanov hasoga. The reason for it is because loving somebody means that the closeness to that person gives me enjoyment. If I sit next to somebody and I just happen to be in a crowded bus and I have my elbow in his uh, stomach and vice versa, that, that we're very, there's a lot of quote-unquote kirva, there's no love um, because closeness that's not a tainug is not, is, not, uh, is, is not ahava. On the other hand, if I have, if, if I like a person, but I really don't have much in common, I just think he's a great guy, he's a nice guy, he's he, whatever it is, then I don't quite, that's not called Ava either. Ava means the closeness is what brings about the joy, the, 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 the pleasure. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we can't ever be close in the world of uh, physical actions, physical things, because is not a thing, and therefore closeness with things, we are doing Ratz and Hashem by doing Maisim Tovim, but we're not close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is not physical. Torah, which is something that is not a physical entity, it's an understanding, is the one area that Rama says that it's possible to have that type of closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why Ava is the, the, the trying to understand about HaKadosh Baruch Hu and attempting to become and, and enjoying that, that understanding. That's what Ramam writes is the, um, the mitzvah of Ava. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mashpia on something, he says. It is, it is beyond anything that could be found within the world. Um, why? Because it's It is something of the nature of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Of the nature of HaKadosh means that of all the things in this world that transcend this world, Chachma and Das is, stands out as the most. So therefore, something which transcends the world is going to be an Indian closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu than anything else. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave it in the world of Taira. I, I want to pause a minute and speak about a, um, a, a something that's a little bit on the side possibly, but I think uh, it's, it's a very important piece and it's, um, it, it's also it, it explains, brings out a point over here. We mentioned before the Rambam that looking around and seeing the flaws of Bore is 
a, um, a way to become closer, to be misave to one of the So the question is, so why shouldn't we spend our time studying science rather than Torah? Um, the, 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 I mean, or let's say, why aren't they equal? Both of them, this is my Sashem, this is my Sashem, and both are equal. Why, why can't we do that through science? So let's, um, so let's give an analogy. And I think it's a very important analogy to understand the, the different differences between different Chachma and so on. Imagine we see a stunning painting, stunning painting on the wall, and I call in three people to explain to me the painting. The first one is a chemist. Um, the second one is a, a is is uh, let's say a somebody who understands painting, and the third one who understands the painter's world. Let's let's go. the first person we ask him what's this painting. So he takes out his instruments, measures everything, analyzes everything, and says, okay, this painting uses the following white colors. The, 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 the way it's laid on is very tricky because I've measured exact amount of microns over here and exact amount of microns over there. And the interplay of the wavelengths of the two different colors next to each other give you a third color, which gives the following impression. And he gives a, a whole hour lecture on the chemistry and, you know, etc. of the painting. The second guy gets up and he says, this is a picture of a person riding a horse and the horse is about to throw him off and he desperately grabs onto something to hold onto the horse. The third person says, well, this is actually a, um, a commentary on a certain aspect of what's going on in that country. The king is riding a very unruly horse, he's about to be deposed, and he's grabbing onto this, which represents whatever it is, uh, 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 to hold on for their life. Now, all three of the pay, of the people have given a, a lovely lecture about what, what the painting's about. But you understand that we're going from Chitzen to Pnim, and um, the one who gave the lecture on the techniques of the painting, the type of paints used, the, 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 the thickness of the paint, the, the, the mixing of the colors, is dealing with the outside layers of it, the outside aspects of it. The one who is, um, the one who says what the painting is over here, is dealing with what greets the eye, and the other one is telling you what it really meant. Understanding Akarish Baruch's world around is analyzing the painting. And it's, it is important. It's helpful. It's important. It may also, it, may, it also brings out a certain level of espialis from the person that the person used things in a certain way to bring out certain points. That, that's perfectly valid. But it's not going to the heart of what Akarish Baruch wanted and understood to be right. So, uh, if a person learns Baba Kama and he's busy analyzing the text for, um, you know, the different shades of meaning in, in the words and where we get different uh, words to mean what and so on, and 
and animals that were common in those days and so on. They're very, it's, it's a good thing to have, but it's certainly not going to the Teichel and Kavana. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mashpia, his Kavanas, his, his understanding of right and wrong, of Teich and Ra, of, of Mazik and Nizik, through Baba Kama. And that, and so of all the actions we do, so when we do a Maisa Mitzvah, our primary activity is physical, but we get a glimpse, a sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzon. But when we learn Torah, we're sort of struggling to understand like Eretz Prophet, to gain Eretz Prophet's perspective on the world. The Omnam, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu was koyesha this hashpah through Torah. So the, the hashpah of Das, which is our highest faculty, and the most, the least physical of our faculties, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mashpia something that could be embraced by him, and that's Torah. Now he says, in Torah itself, there are two elements. The inyazem mishtal and mishtei b'chines. There are two um, ways, there are two aspects to this Talmud Torah. Behigoyen ubehaskala. The word higoyen is a tricky word because in modern Ivrit, and in Yeshiva Shalasha, not, not, not in modern Ivrit, in modern Yeshiva language, higoyen means logic, Thinking, Hogedeot is a thinker. Um, but really, the word Hey Gimel Hey has a different derivation, and that is um, speech. The Marshal, it says, Lo It says about Avodazara that they don't um, they, they don't say anything with their throats. Higoyen um, Pi. So the word hey gimel hey haga beruchai in in quite a few places it means speech, and more specifically and 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 here that's what he's using it for. So you have to be very careful. Higoyim libi I think means speech of my heart, which is a more active thought process, almost as if I was. Um, it, it almost as if I was speaking it in my heart. That's what I think. But he certainly uses it that way. So he goyim vaskala. One is speech. One is understanding. Um, l- let me describe what I think it means. Um, it, a, a person reading divrei Torah, the word korei Torah, the word reading in Lashon Kodesh, does not mean what it means in English. To us to read is somebody sits and he looks with his eyes on a piece of paper with words. And Lashon Kodesh, the word read is like we say the reader in meaning the person who's who's talking to everybody, in front of everybody. That's how we, that's how the word Kore means. How you Kore means it was reading out loud. It's like we say to, you know, to lay means to read. So there are two ways in which I become Mushra for Torah. One is Higoyen, one is Haskalah. So it doesn't mean, I think, it, certainly reading is an important element in Talmud Torah. Um, it says, it says um, you know, as a Shail of Hirus, Kedibur for Berch Torah, and so on. And for Mokin and for Mokin Tuma. Um, so, so, yes, there is an Inya to physically read. But more than that, I think it means in a Kololistic way, the Asik in Torah. 
somebody sitting and learning, the act of sitting and learning in itself is a Maisa Mitzvah. And then there is the second part is the understanding of it. In other words, what has registered on my mind and the standing from the words that I've read. That's the Higoyenu Baskola. So when a person reads these things and says them out, then he's mushpa from it. It has certain conditions, you'll we'll say later, the conditions are that a person treat it um, with hira. You know, it's a person just reads it stam, like, like, like a person is reading without understanding. That's not, you know, not without understanding, but without any type of, um, without feeling, without hira. Nah, but, but a person understands he's reading Torah, that itself has ashpa on the person. Um, so all you're doing basically is being kailat what it says, you're not thinking it through, still that has a hashpah on the person. Again, I want to make a specific point about this. We've spoken many times in Shiva about this. Um, in America, reading is something done with your eyes, and to, to read out loud is considered to be highly um, coarse, uh, kind of uh, primitive. Um, but reading Torah is the way to go to it. Um, the Gemara says in Erevin, Chaim Heim Lemotziyim, Lemotziyim, I'll take Lemotziyim, Lemotziyim, I'll take Lemotziyim, Lemotziyim Bepeh. If a person enunciates Torah with his mouth, it has a positive benefit. Um, and especially when you're not in Yeshiva anymore, and a person is sitting and learning, it's much, much more difficult to focus, to concentrate, when you're not saying the words, then when you're saying the words, that's that's a reality. That's that's a, a practical reality. So when a person has time to learn, saying out the words in many many ways, we've spoken about it many times. I'll be sure why that's a better way to go. What he's saying also is that the hashpa of Torah, as something that's mashpia on a person, ktusha, comes when you say it out loud, and and I, I think it's because when you say it, you live it to some degree. It's part of you. It's it's whatever it is. It's it's hashpa is much more powerful than a person when he says it. So a person should get used to always saying saying the words of Torah. Um, when a person. Um, thinks about it, understands it, that understanding itself also has a profound influence on a person. Because in a certain sense, that understanding is a chelik al in the person himself. And it's, a, it's an extraordinary darga. So both when you're learning it initially and you're saying the words out with your mouth, and when you think about it and come up with a deeper understanding, in both, in both of these, have the hashpah that we're talking about. But Omnam, he says, Madregas, Madregas, Yesh Bashpah This comes with any Madregas. 
so the different areas of Torah and the different ways of doing it, each one is mamshir a different chelak of Torah. So um, this is one of the reasons why Torah is divided different halakim. Each one has a certain hashpa that must be on a person. Uh, and, and the truth is, it's not so far-fetched that, you know, we don't have to go live with Shemaimi. If people are brainwashed into believing something or other, and they, they, they change, they change, the whole person changes, person becomes a firebrand activist, person becomes this, person becomes that. Whatever is resides in your mind has a profound effect on you. You may not get up tomorrow and do it. So if a person hears sh- sh- um, classes on communism, how good and wonderful communism is, he may not get up tomorrow and try to conquer the world and make it communist. But at some point, he is going to... Um, he, yes, he will it, it will... it will ignite a fire in the person. So different halakum of Torah, the division of Torah into... Different chalke shisha star into different hamish chum Each one has its own particular area that's much be on a person. Um So as long as a person um, keeps. The, 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 he does he does it in a way that's appropriate. Now you have to learn Torah with a certain darga of of, of yira, a certain darga of uh, ava, and so on. But I'm not talking about. He, he says it in hey that these are all um, these are all tnoim. If a person treats Torah like some sort of um, uh, archaeology. Some sort of ancient manuscript, it's not going to have much ashpa, even though it also has ashpa, but not much. But, but, but every part of Torah has itself a person ashpa. Let's see one more. Gimel. Vin is a poshet, shekomash etisala scholar, tigdal yuse madregas hashpa, shmaschal yoda. The deeper you think and understand, the deeper the hashpa is. Ulo yishve misha yaskal shem kos levad. And a doyma somebody just understands the words, Imishasa Kavanasa. Voloi Mishaska Kavana Shitrasabahem, Imishanga Yosa. The depth of learning attaches you to a different part of to a different depth of of, of what's gone as in Torah. Voloi Mishamamkan Ksas Imishanbam Habe. Omnom Hoya Mechasis Boshabal Khilakmanaskola to Mashmadrigimanashpa, Achakol Misha Hiskoboya Vyakmanashpa Dolazis Majeskalahi. So um, any time a person learns and thinks about what he's learning, he's affected by it. So every Yid who reads any parishes, the parishes in the Torah, a Klaus soul that he has created Torah and so on through the Shemei Koina, 
has some sort of chilek in this tremendous hashpah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So on the one hand, this is something that is a, um, it's a it's sort of a consolation prize, no matter how much, how little you learn, it's still something that a person gets from it. But on the other hand, it, it tells us that the close, the, the, the most profound way of connecting to Kaddish Baruch Hu, in many ways, only the only real way is through this. Um, the Rambam and others, they have a mahalach where the mitzvahs carry with themselves also some understanding. In other words, every time you do a, a Maisa mitzvah, you're tachlis also connecting to its understanding. Every Maisa mitzvah comes with some sort of what am I doing? Why am I doing? How am I doing? So actually, yeah, it gives a person some sort of connection. But the real connection lies in Tamatara. Um, and and it comes in two stages. A, the very learning. So if a person learns Pashapshat, what it says, it touches the words and goes weiter. He already has a chilek in this. And, uh, and, and as a person thinks more about what he's learning, as a person is misbeinant as learning, that goes... It, 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 um, as deep as he goes, that's how it goes. So learning something deeper, um, and deeper means mulling over something. It doesn't mean a person grabs all their heart and whatever it is. It means thinking into what you and trying to understand it, trying to understand the implications of it, trying to understand the logic behind it, and so on. Those are all things that bring a person much, much closer to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And not only much closer, it's the only thing that in a certain sense is the only real connection a person has. We should be zeicher shvuas to 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 as man when we mark this hashpah v'kashvaru. We should be zeicher to to get this um, increased connection v'kashvaru because more than anything else, this is what has it. Uh, any questions? Any points to make? Okay, so mezashem should be a. Kabbalah Satayra with as much as possible capacity being such a cult of life.